If you already have your online business up and going, I'm sure you've heard it before. Everyone tells you that you need to start your email list. But when do you start it? Do you wait until you have a following and then start to grow your email list? At what point in the journey do you start building your list? When is the milestone that you hit in your business that tells you you should start growing and focusing on your email list? This week on Naptime Business Moms, we are going to do a two-part series on email list 101. Today is part one of this mini series and we are going to be talking about when you should start building your email list and why it should be a focus of yours. I think you guys are going to love this. Whether you have your business going or you're about to launch it, this is good information to have and I think you guys are really going to like it. Let's jump in. Do you wish that you can make money from home to give your family more financial freedom? Are you lacking purpose in your day-to-day routines as a stay-at-home mom? What if I told you that there was a way to have purpose outside of motherhood? Build a business you are proud of, make money from home, and be totally present with your family. My name is Jolie Gregerson, stay-at-home mom to three young kiddos, coffee lover, business owner, and coach. And my mission is to help stay-at-home moms craft the foundation for their online business from the ground up so they can make money from home in a way that doesn't feel like they're losing time with their kids, which for me was during their nap times. If you're ready to build an online business in a way that allows you to remain a fully present and engaged mom and find purpose beyond motherhood, then this podcast is for you. Whether you're doing dishes, driving in the car, or listening in your small moments of me time, I'm happy to have you here. So grab a coffee and let's jump in. Hello, hello, and happy Tuesday, guys. I hope that you guys had a wonderful weekend. I hope it was exactly what you wanted, that you got some much-needed rest. (laughs) At least that's what I wanted from my weekend. We are going to be kicking off this week doing a mini-series on Email Marketing 101. A lot of people don't know much about email marketing. They do know that they've been told you need to grow an email list, but they don't really know when they should do it or how they should do it or what would be the best method to do it, especially when you're starting out. And that is what we're going to be covering in this mini series. In part one, we are going to be jumping into when you should start that and why. And in part two, we're going to be jumping into creating a lead magnet that builds your email list quickly and make sure that it's full of your ideal clients. And what's a lead magnet? We are going to be jumping into that in this episode and in more detail in the next. You guys are definitely going to want to listen to this. I think it's going to help you guys out and it's really good information to have whether you have a business already or not. But before we jump into it, I did want to remind you guys that Naptime Business Moms has free resources for you guys. I am all about giving away free value as much as I can, trying to keep everything that you need in one place because that's something I wished I had when I was just starting out on my business ventures and that is under the naptimebusinessmoms.com forward slash 
freebies and what you're going to get in there is you are going to get my mom biz starter kit and that is perfect for if you are ready to start making money from home which I know most of us are here because that is the end goal I laid out nine different business ventures you could go on to start making money from home online and then at the very end I give you guys my recommendation on which avenue I think you guys should pursue on your business venture and even if you guys don't go with my recommendation that guide is still loaded with value and it'll give you a really good idea about what each thing entails that way you have some clarity going into it and then you can do some further research after regarding whichever one you choose I created that guide because I know from experience when I was just starting out how frustrating it is when you are trying to just research how to make money from home and there's so many different options and you just end up leaving more confused than you started. And let's be real, as stay-at-home moms with young ones running around and needing our attention, it's really hard to dedicate enough time to just sit down and research all the different avenues. And so I created this guide as a quick cheat sheet for you guys. You guys can see what resonates with you and then pursue that further with at least a little bit of direction so you're not flying blind down the path of Google, which we all know you can get lost in there. And my other freebie that's in there is my mom biz, my 50 mom biz niche ideas. And this is just a great one to just spark some creative juices and get your ideas flowing. I know one of the biggest things that moms come to me with is they're like, man, I do not even have any idea of what I would have to offer. So I made this list of 50 niche ideas that's very directly related to your mom life and what you are experiencing right now, just to give you guys some ideas, because as you're reading through it, you might be like, oh shoot, I actually know a lot about that. Oh, I could definitely do it in this as well. And it might just spark some ideas that you can dive deeper into further down the road. Once again, you can find those two amazing freebies at naptimebusinessmoms.com forward slash freebies. And I will also just have them linked in the show notes for you guys. Okay, jumping right into it. And this is part of our email marketing 101 mini series that I have going on just this week. There's going to be part one and part two, and this is part one. So part one is email marketing 101 when you should start your email list, and why. So first I'm going to go into why you need an email list. And the answer is really simple, actually. I just want to keep it really simple and not get too complex with things. I know a lot of us are just starting out on our business journey in this community. And so I just want to kind of keep it simple. But the gist of it is your email list you own. All of your social media followings, all of your followers on Instagram, all of your friends on Facebook, they are owned by that social media company. And what do I mean by that? What I mean is that if and when the social media platform gets shut down in the future, your list is gone. There's no way to contact them again. Or even if your account, so say you have a hundred thousand followers on Instagram, <laughs> which is a lot. So, and then just one day your account or your profile gets shut down. 
Or maybe your profile gets hacked and they take over your account and you can't get it back. Well, you're out of luck. You don't own those. There's no way to get their information and just transfer them to a new server or anything or a new profile. You're going to have to start from ground zero. Or there was a day a couple years ago where Facebook got shut down for a couple hours one day and everyone was freaking out because they couldn't access anything. People's whose businesses were strictly on social medias were freaking out because it was affecting their revenue and their income. And so it was just a big mess. But you know who wasn't freaking out? The people who had an email list because they could simply log on and send a mass email to their list and tell them what was going on. In fact, I heard of people who were still logging on sending out an email because they had some promotions going on and they were still making sales even when the social medias were shut down. So that's a big reason that you want to start gathering an email list is because it's something that you own. And another reason is because your email list converts so much higher than any other form of advertising. And it's because what your email list is, is is a nurture sequence. So you are nurturing your audience. You're giving them value. I know some people just think of emails as spammy and promotions and stuff like that. If you are only getting emails from someone (laughs) during their promotions, then they're really bad at email marketing. And that is not what I'm all about here, (laughs) but... If you're doing it correctly, you're still providing value inside your email sequences. You're not just pitching to people all the time. You are providing value. You are nurturing your relationship. You're telling stories. You're directing them to free resources. You're trying to help them as much as you can and build that relationship with them on a deeper level. For some reason, people's email inboxes feel more personal. If someone were to just see a social media post and it's obviously out there for all of the person's followers, so it's targeted at a bunch of different people, it doesn't feel as personal. Like people still, it will still convert sometimes, but your email and being in someone's email box, it feels more personal to people. You can build greater relationships and it's also something that most people check daily is their email. And when you are running those big promotions, that's when you convert. You convert at such a higher level than any other way of advertising or growing your audience. And it's slipping my brain right now, the conversions and the percentages and all of that. I'm pretty tired. Like I said, my newborn is still going through a four-month sleep regression Someone send help. Someone send a sleep expert (laughs) because I am so tired. So I can't, it's slipping my mind. I can't think of what the percentages are, but I do know it's massively higher than any other form when you are doing like a promotion or you're selling your product or you're doing a sale or any of those type things. It's going to convert so much better from your email list. So now that you kind of understand why your email list is so important, let's jump into when you should start growing it. And this is a common misconception that a lot of people have is they feel like they need to get pretty big before they start 
doing their email list, especially when growth is really slow. They might have only eight people on their email list and they're like, well, it's only eight people. I'm not going to start sending emails until I have a bunch of people in there. And this is just not the way you want to go about it. One of my mentors in the past told me that think about or if you're thinking that your audience is really small. So say you only have 30 followers on Instagram, you only have five people on your email list, and then you have a couple likes on your business profile on Facebook. So just a handful of people. But now picture all of those people sitting in your living room waiting to hear you tell them something valuable. When you picture that, so if you had 30 people on Instagram and five people on your email list and then a handful of people on Facebook, so you're looking at around 40 to 50 people total. Now picture 40 and 50 people sitting in your living room waiting for you to talk to them and give them value. You would definitely feel like that's a lot of people. You would probably feel so nervous and you would just want to do anything you could to have those people walking away happy. And a lot of people just have their eye on the big prize and they forget to nurture the people that's there in their group already. And even if you start your email list now, which I recommend you start it right away, Most people wait way too long to start their email list. As you're getting people though, and it's just one person at a time, and your list seems tiny, it's only five people, so you're like, what's the use? Just think about those five people sitting right in front of you. You would still want to go above and beyond for them. Most people, when they're acquiring clients or something, even if it's just one person, they go above and beyond for that person. So we need to start thinking of our email list the same. Even if it's itty bitty, even if you only have five people, those five people are potential clients. So you should do everything you can to nurture them, give them value, even before they're paying you, give them value, give them free value. That is how you build someone's trust. That's how they know that you know what you're talking about is you give them free information and they resonate with that and they resonate with you and they're like, if this girl is giving it away for free, what is her paid things going to be like? And then they're more likely to convert. Also, the more you nurture that person inside your email sequence, the warmer the lead gets. So if you're pitching to a cold audience, it means that they've never seen you before it's pretty unlikely that they're going to buy from you straight away. Most people need to warm up to you. They need to ease into it. When you get someone on your email list, every time they see your name, and especially every time that you give them that really valuable insight, tell them a relatable story, just build that connection to you, you're warming them up. And when they're like your diehards, that's a hot lead. They are likely to buy from you if you put something out there. And so just don't neglect your list and start it right away. I know something a lot of people fall into is that they think that they'll start building their email list once they have an offer to sell. And this is really backwards because if you build your email list and you're focusing on building your audience first before you start your offer... Then you can do some market research, pitch it to your email list, pitch it to your followers that you have on other platforms, pitch it to your people in your circle, 
and get actual feedback on if it's something that people will actually buy. Some people will put their offer out into the world, start building their audience, and then find out that their audience wants something totally different. So my advice to you is to start building that email list. It's going to be vital in your growth for your business in the future. And you're going to be so happy that you started now rather than waiting. And also, don't be afraid to start sending those weekly emails. At least once a week, you need to be sending an email to nurture them. And also, even if it's only a couple people on there, it's going to start getting you in the rhythm of sending that weekly email. So it's going to become habit and it's going to be easier in the future when you have more going on in your business because you're already used to it. It's not throwing in something new. And you can also practice perfecting your email sequences and your message and your style on a smaller audience. You don't have to wait until you have thousands of people on your email list and then have your newsletters be subpar or have your messaging be all off. You can start practicing on your smaller audience right away, right from the beginning, right when you know who your audience is. And if you are having a hard time figuring out who your audience is, so you don't even know who you would target, what you would offer them, what sort of value you would give them, I would encourage you to go jump on my wait list for the Mom Biz Success Plan. It's on my website. I've talked about it in other episodes, but it's a course that I'm going to be launching early this year, and it's just the Mom Biz Success Plan. It's setting you guys up for success. We're going to be diving into figuring out what you're going to do, who you're going to serve, how you're going to serve them, and then also giving you the systems to do it in the cracks of motherhood so you can remain a present mom. So if you're having a hard time figuring out who your person is, definitely go jump on the wait list for that. They're going to get an insane discount offered to them only to the people on my wait list. So definitely check that out. It's naptimebusinessmoms.com forward slash success dash plan and I'll also link that in the show notes for you to check out if you want but anyway wrapping up part one of email marketing 101 and that is when and why you should start building your email list it's because your email list is the only thing that you own it's the thing that's not going to go away if one of the social media platforms all of a sudden disappears or if your account gets hacked or whatever or if it just randomly gets shut down because someone reports it you never know you never know a social media at least your email list you own it you can nurture them you can build that connection you can warm them up to you you can provide them with more intimate free value you can provide them with special offers that's exclusive to your email list you can make them feel special It's just an all-around good idea. And then in the future for future product launches and stuff like that, you can bounce ideas off of them. You can also launch it to them and it's going to convert so much better than your socials. And so just know it's a great idea. And then when should you start it? You should start it now. You should start growing your audience and figuring out how to grow your audience even before you have an offer. That should be your main focus is providing free value, growing your audience, building that trust. And then even if there's only a couple people on your list, getting in the habit of sending the weekly email at least once a week. 
This is really going to benefit your business. It's really going to benefit you. It's going to benefit your income in the future. Trust me on this. <laughs> I'm going to wrap up part one here. But in part two next week, we are going to be diving into the best ways that you can build your email list, specifically using a lead magnet, which I think is a great way for beginners to build their list. There's obviously a lot of different methods, but I really like the lead magnet. It's something that even beginners can toss together, provide a lot of value. And then I'm going to tell you how to make sure that it's an email or sorry, Make sure it's a lead magnet that's going to benefit your business. So make sh making sure it's going to be pulling in the proper audience. You don't just, just want to throw something up and gather an email list if it's not related to your business. So we're going to be diving into that on Thursday in part two of Email Marketing 101. I hope you guys liked this one. I hope that you learned something. I know some people have been saying, that they want me to be doing some more episodes on scaling your business because some people already have their business. They already have their idea. They just have no idea how to scale it and grow it in the cracks of motherhood. So that's why they're here. They're here to learn those methods, those systems. And then they also want some more of the advanced stuff. So I'm also going to be sprinkling in some of that, the scaling portions and just other aspects of your business beside just the foundation. So I hope that you guys are excited for that. I hope you guys liked this part one of the email marketing one-on-one. We will cover part two on Thursday and I will see you guys then. Okay, you guys, that's it for this episode. I hope you got some sort of value today that you can either apply to your business or your life as a busy mom. The biggest way you can show your support for my show is to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. Also, sharing this podcast with another mom who might want to start her own online business during her kids' nap times. I really appreciate each one of you that are spreading the word about my show as it helps me to grow, reach, and help more stay-at-home moms build a business and bless their family. I'll see you guys in the next episode.